Naughty 40, my first gay erotic novel is out now. Tom isn't ready to turn 40, with the middle-aged spread starting to take hold and his family upping the pressure for him to settle down. Tom is torn about whether life as a single stud is still worth pursuing. A planned day of minor celebration quickly steps up as his friends join him throughout the day. As they reminisce, Tom is reminded of some of his hottest sexual conquests, from the night he lost his virginity in the back room of a club, to the moment one of his workmates crossed the line after a few beers. With the help of a night with his closest friends, who get unexpectedly closer, Tom realises that while life might not begin at 40 for a 21st century gay man, it isn't the end of the world. Naughty 40, my first gay erotic novel by Liam Williams, available on my website liamwilliams.com.au forward slash store. If you want to get the most out of your bait and be proud about it, you've come to the right podcast. It's time for the latest tips, tricks and news to make you a better baiter. I'm Liam Williams. And I'm bait mate Sean. It's It's time time for the the Proud Proud Baiters Baiters Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Proud Baiters Podcast. How are you, Sean? I am fantastic. How are you? Good, good. It's our third episode of the new title. We've got a little bit of just me in between this. So we had to kind of remind ourselves what our intro says, because I'm used to doing the intro. (laughs) So I didn't want to just repeat everything at everybody. But yeah, we're back together. How's your bait been recently? It's kind of been on the down low. And I know that I say that quite often. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm a beta. Yes. That's fair. But I'm not necessarily an everyday beta. And uh, recently it has kind of declined. Like for instance, it's been a good week and a half since I've had yeah, my bait space time. So and don't get me wrong. I've made up for it this morning. Um, yeah. But uh, it's definitely been on the down low. How about yours? Uh, it's been steady. My life has gotten back into the routine, which means that there are regular gaps of time where the house is empty. This week, a little bit less. I go through little stages where I kind of go, no, I really need to work this week. I really need to favour work over baiting. And I often get into that phase when I look through my calendar and see how much work I have to do. And for at least the Liam Williams side of things, there's a couple of things that I'm a little bit behind schedule on. So I decided, no, now I'm going to work. So I had a couple of less sessions this week in favour of sitting uh, in a space writing. And I trick myself by sitting in a public space and writing, because then I know I'm not going to just whip my dick out. If I'm sitting in a shopping centre food court. Well, People do it, I know. I was about to say, we've <laughs> done it at a pub before. Yeah, but pub's a little bit different to a shopping centre food court. Uh, but True. I'm more inclined to just focus on the work rather than get in a chat room or get in the Discord server and then lead to a session. I just had the whole, not in front of my Maccas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an um, iconic scene. God. I have straight mates that even know that scene. Not I'm just in front of my salad. I'm just uh, just having a look through the. Um, the oh, I haven't updated in the a bait while. tracking data thing here. For a couple yeah. of weeks, I was two a day. Yeah, yeah, an afternoon and a night. 
but I've sacrificed a couple of those afternoon ones in order to make sure that the people that keep messaging me for the second edition of my Batter Up novel actually get it in some kind of timely fashion. I did notice that uh, the episode previous to this one was slightly later and you self-admitted the fact there that you prioritise things. Yeah, it wasn't late for the public, it was late for the Patreon, but still it was a couple of days late because I got home into my studio uh, and went on to porn instead of going on to GarageBand. Oh no, this porn website opened instead of my spreadsheet. happens, just somehow my computer just loads up X videos instead of loading up GarageBand. Even though then like it's not like GarageBand is a website that I go to and I click the wrong website. But I am still regular enough to be satisfied. I just need to update our tracking spreadsheet. I'm uh, I'm just looking at mine and I'm very disappointed with it because the last entry that I have in there is uh the first of February. Oh. At a whopping ten minutes. I'm pretty sure that that was one of my extended shower baits. A lot of people are listening to this uh, in March uh, and thinking, shit, 1st of Feb, but we are recording this on the 18th of February. Yeah, and I I mean, I can happily sit here and tell you that I can add to this, but it's only going to be like two or three sessions and it's the 18th of the month already. Well, today there's sessions without finishing, so they count. God, so that's like six hours worth to put in there. Yeah. Sweet. My numbers don't look that bad. So if people are wondering, there's a group of us from the Proud Baiters Discord server that have started a tracking spreadsheet for 2023. There's eight or nine of us. So we're adding the time we spend, uh, whether or not we came, uh, what we used as material, whether or not there was a buddy. We've all set ourselves goals for the year. I should be green across the board, except for Buddy Bates, I think. You're currently sitting in the yellow for uh, current sessions. Oh, I've got a few to Yeah, update. you've still got to update. Yeah. So the little data nerd in me got to play around with Excel or Google Sheets to set all that up, uh, and it's a lot of fun. The only thing that you're currently sitting in the red for is uh, new locations. Yeah, because I realized that I've jerked off in a lot of places, and maybe the only option left is shopping center food court. <laughs> As a new location, because I've done it in a lot of places. Don't go the food court, go the change room. At least then it's got a locking door. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. Maybe I'll have to add that. Food court is quite public, and I'm not an exhibitionist to that extent. Not that I'm saying it's a bad thing. I am a wannabe exhibitionist. I think the idea of it's fantastic, but then at the same time, I've got the uh, that little devil on my shoulder going, you can go to jail. What about your reputation? <laughs> That is always a consideration. If I made all of my money out of being an exhibitionist and didn't have a family that would be aware if I got arrested for public indecency, then I'd go for it. But that's not what this episode is about. We're not talking about exhibitionism now. That will come up in a future episode, no doubt. Let's do that one in a park. Huffingtonpost.co.uk forward slash entry forward slash... No, I won't do that. Uh, It's the article that Masturbator Mikey sent me. Rising cost of living is making some people hornier, but not for the reasons you'd think. So the point of the article is that more people are having sex and more people are masturbating because of the rising cost of living. One in five have had or considered having sex instead of turning the heating on. That's the one that jumped out at me first Mm -hmm. in terms of having more sex. 
cuddling does make you warmer. Yeah. In Australia, it's the opposite. I'm not not having sex instead of turning the heating on because it's summer and it's hot. Yeah, at the moment it's a don't touch me. Yeah. I'm not even touching me. <laughs> <laughs> this number is even higher among 18 to 24-year-olds, 27%, and 25 to 34-year-olds, 29%. I feel like people in their 30s are happy to settle for things a little bit more. There's a little bit more comfort involved in that. Meanwhile, 16% considered or have masturbated instead of putting the heating on for those same reasons. Mm, I mean, I can completely understand it. Um, I lived in the UK for a little bit. Yes. uh, And I know how expensive heating can be over winter. And as far as having sex goes, there were times where I'd just look at my partner and be like, I'm cold, do you want to come around and cuddle? Yeah. There were times where cuddle sessions didn't even involve blankets. Um, but it was, it was great because having that extra person there, you had the body warmth with you, mm. having the action there, you had the friction, you built, you were building up the sweat, you were getting it going, you were getting into it. Um, and then afterwards you just lay there and you're like, oh, oh, this is great. I'm hot. I'm done. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. So because it's hard to go to sleep when you're very cold. It's easier to go to sleep when you're warm. It's also easier to go to sleep after you've come. Mm. So it ticks all of those boxes, and with uh, like one of the one of the main things in here is the fact that it's because of the rising cost of living. Yes. So there would even then I was I had a really crappy job, um, so I wasn't getting paid too much, and I would sit at home and go, "Cool, I can't afford to go out and do anything. I've yep. got my food, I've paid my bills. What am I going to do? I'm going to sit at home and wank." And that's another part of it. This article talks more about partnered activities and it says a lot a couple of ways that people are going out and dating less they're going out and doing less things Mm. and so it seems that certainly in the younger generations the millennials and the gen z's are hooking up in favor of dating because dating is costing more Mm. sex costs the same well, unless you're paying for it. I assume those workers have been the subject of inflation as well. But I think that people are dating less because it costs more. And so instead, they're just skipping the date and getting to the fun bit at the end. Well, I mean, further on in the article, it says um, that a separate study has recently found that nearly one in five single people, so 19%, say they're going on fewer dates at the moment because of inflation and 14% are trying to spend less on the dates that they go on. Yeah. The study also found that 22% of millennials, so ages 26 to 41, and 19% of um, Gen Zers, so 18 to 25, uh, have got into debt from all the cash they've splashed on dates. I'm sorry, but I don't care... I'm not going into debt for a date. No. I'm not dating, like, clearly. But I wouldn't... Like, if I don't have the cash to go out and spend money on someone else, I'm just not going to do it. No. And also, if you expect someone to do it, you're too toxic for me to date. No. Earlier in the article, there is one little bit about masturbation, which we should cover because that is the topic of our podcast. So the survey was 1,600 people in the UK. Uh, And it's found that 26% of people believe they've been masturbating more during this period. 
More than half, 57%, said that masturbation has been a good way to unwind and relieve stress. And it goes on to say, Annabelle Knight, Love Honey's sex and relationships expert, said masturbation is a natural and proven stress reliever. So it makes sense that people are doing it more often to give some form of relief during this period of anxiety. Not only do you get to take a few moments to yourself, but you get to experience real pleasure while doing so, she added. That's all true. We as betas know the stress relief thing. And it makes sense that if things are shit, that you want to escape that a little bit. But then that kind of takes me back to the previous episode where you had your different, you were talking about your different categories. Yes. So do you think that though the reason that these people are masturbating more is because they can't go out and get that quote hole. So they're opting to go, okay, so my fist will do. I think it's probably showing an increase across the board. Those fallback betas, the occurrence of them going out and getting ladies less, as you said, and so they're falling back more often. The preferential baiters, I'd be using the cost of living as an excuse to stay home and bait as a preferential baiter myself. Mm. Because if someone says, hey, let's go and you know go to the pub Friday night, if I didn't really want to, if I just wanted to bait, I'd be like, oh, I'm so expensive. Like they put the beer prices up at the pub. I'm going to have to give a miss this week when really I'm just staying home to jerk off. Well, you know that if you were to say that to me, I'd be like, cool, I'll come around with drinks. Yeah, or the pub we go to, we could just do it at the pub. Uh, But it's still expensive beers. Yeah, yeah, true. Or we can just, yeah, do it together. So I think all categories are increasing, I reckon, because of this cost of living. Solo sexuals are probably just, they're probably the steadiest group. They just might have to forego their next toy purchase because the cost of things are going up. Now, one question that I have to you about this article. Yes. Because this was, what date is this? Early Feb. Early Feb, right? So we're, we're this year. Yes. Pandemic's been gone for a year and a bit. Yep. Do you think the pandemic has anything to do with this? Do you think that because people were in lockdown and under such restrictions for such a long time, now that we're allowed to go out and do it again, that they're currently sitting there going, well you're actually really boring and I don't want to go out and spend $15 on oh, a beer yeah. when I can get a six pack from the shop for yeah. 20 bucks. I um, said quite a few times in the podcast that I had about men's mental health under my real name um, that the pandemic did a lot for people's socialising. It was very tough because the way we socialised had to change. But it was also like a lot of people, I think, realized, oh, those people that I go to the pub with every Friday night, I'm not missing that. Or I'm not missing spending 250 bucks and waking up with a hangover Saturday because all they do with those people is drink mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, you know, whatever your equivalent for that is. So I think coming out of the pandemic, a lot of people have had a clearer idea of what they want socially. Yeah. I think that's benefited the beta community. And I certainly think in terms of starting this group and this podcast, I did it at the right time. The number of people that messaged me during 2021 after I started the Facebook group first, then the podcast, then the Discord, that were like, I realized I'm a beta now because the 
pressure to go out and get laid was removed because you couldn't. Mm. And so where they'd previously been a fallback beta and just having a session when they couldn't get laid, they realised that they were actually preferring a bait session. And then coming out of the pandemic, I know and I'm sure there's plenty of people that are in our Discord server that can confirm it, that are like, I don't want to go out every weekend and try to convince someone to have sex with me. I'm happy to just stay in and bait. Well, I mean, since the pandemic, my my baiting's taken off more. Yep. The, the conversational side of things has really picked up as well. Because obviously in lockdown, um, both my partner and I were sharing a small space. And so we would need to have our alone time so that yes. we can have our alone time. Uh, and I was open and honest enough to go, I'm going to go and have a bait. I'm going to go and masturbate in the bathroom or in the bedroom don't come and see me for the next 20 minutes. Yeah, um, unless you want to join in. Exactly. But again, as we've talked about during the last week, sometimes you don't want someone to join in. No. You do just want a solo time. And so I think that's another thing that's come from the pandemic is people have had to talk to people about privacy a little bit more. Yeah. And about their needs in terms of privacy, which may or may not have explicitly been about baiting but has potentially had a benefit for their bait lifestyle. Well, even if the conversation wasn't brought up, it's more the, the people that you're close with are more conscious of the fact that you do have your own life. You do have your own wants and desires. You don't need to tell them everything. Um, yeah. But if you want to, you can. But bringing it back to this article... Uh, about people masturbating more because of the cost of living cost crisis. of living if you were single at mm. this point in time yes and you were out on the dating field would you turn around to somebody and say let's go to the pub knowing full well that it's going to cost you 30 bucks for two drinks here in australia yep or would you turn around to them and say do you want to come over and and we'll have a beer at home or do you want to come over don't really feel like drinking, but we know sex is going to happen. So let's have a bait. I think this is one way as a gay man, it's skewed a little bit. Yeah. Although in talking to my straight mates, I, I do think there's been change in the last few years uh, around it. I don't think even if I was single, I would date much. Even cost of living aside, I feel like I'd be happily single, even though I'm happily married. Yeah. So that's on the record. But if I was single, I think I'd be <laughs> happily single also. Yeah. I think I'd skip the pub. Yeah. Because I've caught up with friends. I've messaged friends and, you know, let's catch up. You know, we haven't seen each other for a while. And instead of, or we've both said, oh, we could go to the pub. Like, oh, but the pub's so freaking expensive. Um, I'll just bring beers around yeah. or just bring cider around because you can get a six-pack of cider and two large pizzas for the cost of one palmer at a pub these days, just about. Yeah, pretty much. So I've done it with friends, so I certainly think I would do it with dates slash hookups. Yeah, and of course you would be drinking responsibly during all of this. Of course, of course. <laughs> it's more responsible to do it at home because I've, there's no chance I'm going to drive anywhere. Yeah, or get your dick out in the middle of the That's dance true. floor. Just get my dick out while my friend's sitting on the couch drinking his ciders. Told well, that story. I was just going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds familiar. 
So that is certainly something that I think I would be considering and I can certainly understand why a lot of people are and I can certainly understand why a lot of people that might be like borderline whether or not I want to hook up with this person, I'll go on a date and see. I can see now why those people are skipping that and maybe just having a wank instead. Yeah. Particularly straight guys. Because let's be honest, if you go on a date with a gay guy, the chances of getting laid at the end of it are higher than if you go on a date as a straight couple yeah. with a woman, right? I think, certainly think the amount of guys that are like, rather than like two, three dates and I might get laid, I'll just have a wank instead. Yeah. And I think one of my mates is in that situation from the way we've had chats recently. So that's some interesting numbers. It is. From this little uh, article. I do like, yet again, a reiteration saying that masturbation is a natural and proven stress reliever, which sex is as well. Because I certainly think if the cost of living crisis is getting you down now, sex is a good distraction. It's free. So all it's going to cost you is a bottle of lube. It's not going to cost you a couple of beers. Or... And also, well, yeah, the sex is lube's probably essential, but for wanking, lube is not always essential. It depends how much you wank. You don't want to start That's a fire. True. That's true. <laughs> or you want to be able to do it and then be able to do it the next day as well. Yeah. Nobody so, likes a red raw dick. Yes, it's certainly much cheaper than going out to the pub. And so if that's you that are choosing that instead, I like one little thing about dating. Nathan, name changed, is a consultant and business owner who's given up dating altogether because he says he can't afford it. I'm a freelancer, so that means my temporary contracts are gone. Companies are no longer contacting me, so I've decided to take a break from dating. Hannah, name changed, has also stopped, stopped dating. I met a guy for a date in a pub and he wanted us to buy several rounds of drinks. I felt really boring and unfun and it was uncomfortable to admit that I couldn't just splurge 40 pounds on a stranger, but that's the truth. That is the truth at the moment. We've all got to live with it. Mm-hmm. Cheap option. Pornhub is free. Stay home and jerk off. And if you don't want to do it by yourself but aren't interested in finding anybody else, give your mates... Sean and Liam are cool. Yeah. No. <laughs> or jump in the Discord server. There'll be someone to chat to there. We can pop this link up in the Discord server there if you like. And um, maybe, yeah, we will. maybe you could just use that as a gateway to have a chat with one of the mates that you have who you want to be bait mates with. Yeah. You, you can could, go, things are getting too expensive at the pub. You could send You could send that around into your little group chat and be like, oh, is anyone else feeling this cost of living? And see what who see what comes up. Not a, like might not be an orgy, but someone could admit to wanking instead of dating. Last episode, last pair episode, we asked how have you had to get creative to fit your baiting in around visitors because we talked about the holiday period and we talked about what we'd had to do in order to get that session in with the nightmare of your in-laws and that being yep. around or you spending excess time with family and friends and just not I having had that space recently the in-laws stay not for holiday purposes for other reasons so i had to do a little bit of creative work around that i'm lucky in that i've still got the privacy of the bedroom and the time there were times when they they weren't home and i was home so that still worked for me so i didn't have to get that creative um 
Mikey said the same thing, just fit it in around what time allows. Really? Mm. One of the other uh, one of the other people in the Discord group there says that uh, they went away for two weeks on a family road trip, uh, and then an extended stay in Atlanta. Um, they were able to go without for a couple of days before it started to get super needed. Yep. Um, and they ended up having to rub one out in the shower twice during that time because it was the only time that they were alone. Uh, they've said next time they're going to be um, that family member that insists in, in there. Next time they're going to be that family member that insists on staying in a hotel room by themselves. Yeah, I think the family trip is harder than having visitors. Yeah. Because it's often hotel rooms, it's unfamiliar, it's, oh, let's all do something together. Mm. Uh, another one said, it depends on if they are the visitor or if they're hosting the visitors. Uh, if they're hosting, then they can just get it done in the morning, locked away in the bedroom before everyone else gets up. Not the best kind of most satisfying session, but does the needs, ticks the needs box. Uh, if they are the visitor, it usually is a long drive to make the visit. So they'll edge or bait in the car on the way to and from, which kind of covers them for a little while in between. And I think just the last one that, that, that I want to mention here um, is uh, one of the people that's posted in there saying that they've not really had that much of an issue with this um, in their adult life. Most of their adult life, they've chosen to live alone, mostly because they work from home. In the times that they're visiting others, they use the shower or wait until they're, ho- uh, until they're alone or quietly stroke one out late at night or early in the morning. So I think for me personally, that's the one that resonates with me. Yeah. Um, I will go to bed 15 minutes earlier and use that time. Yep. Or I will wake up at an ins- like a half hour earlier than anybody else. And I will either go into the backyard or somewhere where I know that they're not going to be and be as quiet as a mouse, mm-hmm. which is a bit hard when it's like, and I'm, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it's, it's, do, it's all doable. Sometimes you need to just alter your expectations. Yep. But it's also not permanent. No. If they're just visitors. No. Uh, but... You do, and then you do. If you decide to have a housemate, that's a different situation. That's an open conversation. Address it. Yeah, I certainly, uh, if we were to have a housemate now, I would make sure it is a. They wouldn't have to be a beta housemate, but they would have to be understanding of my bait lifestyle. I could just imagine this. Hello, new housemate. With the recent cost of living increase, (laughs) I can't afford to be going to the pub every week, so I choose to stay at home and masturbate. Is that a problem with you? Well, no, the first conversation is, due to the cost of living crisis, I need you to come and help pay my rent. And because of that, uh, you're going to be home when I'm baiting. Let me just put together a schedule for you. I'll get home from work at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yep. Then... You have to add them to your shared calendar. Yep. Because that's how I work my baiting around is that I look at the shared calendar and I'm like, oh, okay, hubby's going to be out this time. I'll have a bait that time. See, I would just openly turn around to them and say, the TV shows nothing but porn until this time. Then we can watch the news. And your news is depressing though. It cancels out all of the stress relief of the bait session before it. But then you put the porn back on. 
to forget about how fucked the world is. That's That was our topic for last <laughs> episode. Thank you to those who responded. There are a couple more responses in the Discord. If you want to read, you can do that. And if you want to respond to these topics, there is a podcast topic thread each fortnight when it comes out. I think the only fitting question to go on from that one there yes. is... When have you had to rush a bait session in to get on with life? When have you had to rush life to get back to your bait session so many things to think of okay we'll put that in the discord server so you can jump in there if you're listening on patreon and get this a week early then just comment in the uh, comment section below this episode because the discord server will go up as a thread when this gets released to the public Thanks for listening to the Proud Baiters podcast. I'm Liam Williams. And I'm Batemate Sean. Keep up to date with the chat on the Proud Baiters Discord. And if you want early access to every episode and a whole heap of extras, sign up to the Liam Williams Patreon. Until next time, happy, happy baiting. baiting. Hey baiters, just a quick note to let you know I have a new membership set up for the Proud Baiters podcast. If you'd like early access to these episodes, then you can sign up as a member with the link in the episode description. Your support goes a long way to helping Sean and I keep the podcast running and making sure we are doing the work with the beta community to get the word out there. Thanks again for listening and happy baiting.